Hi, I am Jennifer Purcell, and welcome to my podcast, Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge, where we will discuss, discover, and learn more about the challenges and triumphs of those with NLD and other learning challenges. I do have a website for this podcast, and it is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter account for the podcast. They are all under the same name, which is Living with NLD. I also have a YouTube channel for the podcast, which can be found by Googling the title of the podcast, which is Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge. I would like to tell you about a nonprofit that I use for my research for this podcast. It is called the NBLD Project, and I use their blog for my research. They are a nonprofit that is based in New York and is trying to get NVLD back on the DSM, and they provide many resources for people with NVLD on their website. I'll provide you with the website for them in the podcast description. All proceeds from the ads on this podcast will be donated towards the NVLD project. Please feel free to explore the other topics on the podcast, and hopefully you will learn something new from them. I hope you enjoyed today's episodes. I also want to mention to you that I just launched my podcast swag on Wednesday of this week and have a page for it on my website. And I will also send you the link to it in the podcast description. And I will also send it to you in the newsletter that I usually send on out on Fridays. I am now selling t-shirts, water bottles, and a backpack, and they all have the podcast logo and title on it and the tagline. So I am looking forward to watching the sales and seeing who buys them and um, spreading the word more about my podcast. Good morning. So today's episode will be the second part to the interview with Mike Media and me. And just to refresh your memory, he is a um, animator and filmmaker, and um, he has NVLD, and um, he will be talking about his life with that and um, how the different challenges that he went through and how um, he experienced those. And um, is still experiencing them because he can't get rid of NVLD. Um, and he is also a project social ambassador like me. And again, that is when you help promote the NVLD project by writing blogs for them, helping them raise money, and helping them um, continue their research on NVLD. And by the way, I am doing a um, another fundraiser for the NVLD project on Instagram and Facebook. I will include the links to both of them in the podcast description for you if you're interested in donating. Thank you. Good morning, and I hope you are enjoying the new podcasts that I created, which again, if you haven't heard of them, one of them is called Shiro, Be Your Own Hero, and that one was about heroism and inspiring yourself to be your own hero in your life instead of trying to look for others to be your hero or mentors. And then 
the second one is called Think Out for Your Imagination. And that one is about the imagination I had when I was growing up and how I imagined that I could fold up my house into pocket size and take it with me wherever I wanted. And then the next one is Chats, Barks, and Growls, composed with your pet. That one is probably the most fun one because I get to do my voice. And I get to do Truffle's voice. And just, you know, uh, tell you what I think dogs think throughout the day and um, what they think about their owners. So that, that one's fun for me. Fun for me. Alrighty, so I'm here with Mike again, and I would like to ask you about how you started being an ambassador at the NBLD project. Yeah, it just kind of, well, after after getting my diagnosis, I, I, I just kind of started looking up resources, looking up mm-hmm. groups, looking up communities, and I found that there's really not a lot. And so um, for that, I wanted, I, I wanted to reach out and kind of join this, 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 this organization, just mostly because um, if, if you've had the, these experiences, like, like we've been discussing, where we've just kind of had like these, you know, communication breakdowns with so many people, mm-hmm. uh, you the, the feeling I had anyway was just <clears throat> I wanted to, to join this 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 group this organization where I had this this ability to at least say hey I have this too mm-hmm. uh, I'm going through this too and um, I can you can you can look to me as as a level of inspiration it's, it's mm-hmm. like um, I, and and my my big thing my 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 platform that I stand on is I create my own opportunities because a lot of doors were not really not not a lot of opportunities were presented to me because of my communication breakdowns that makes sense I, I think I kind of had the same thing when I I found then BLD project actually before I was an ambassador I found them when I was just started the podcast because I wanted to provide another perspective in my uh, episodes other than just mine. Mm-hmm. And I found that they had blogs from people, other NBLDers. I was like, oh, this is great. I can quote the blog and of course give credit to who I'm quoting, but mm-hmm. I can have another person who has NLD, another person's voice in the episode than just mine. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, that's what I used before I was doing interviews because I mean, I still use them, but I was using that more because I wasn't quite sure how to reach people who had NLD, mm-hmm. you know, online and try to see if they wanted to be interviewed. Um, and I wasn't sure how they were going to respond to that. <laughs> so um, I, uh, I even remember my first interview. Well, course it wasn't the best one because it was my first but um it it went really long and um too long and um it was it was a little hard to talk with the guy just because he talked really slow 
and took a long time to answer the questions. Um, but I think that's just because of NLD for him and how he yeah. experiences it. I was, I was thinking about it prior to today. I was thinking um, it was, it was a lot, it was a lot of challenge for us to get complete this interview. And I was thinking it, it's, that's what you get when you get two people within <laughs> NLD, NLD together. And I'm sure, have you had this, this happen on a regular basis where it's like, it's this, this, it's something so simple isn't yeah in the world of communication have you had this this occur a lot yeah i have um just just a sec oh i lost your voice well Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, my mom had to grab something from the room, so I'll just edit that out of the recording. <laughs> um, but I think we were talking about uh, the challenges uh, of communication. Yeah, we're, we're not just um, so. So essentially something that should be simple. And I, I think that this is um, not, not saying anything uh, anyway, but simply like our, our, our interview, something that should be simple being that I, we both have NLD where something so simple turns into something a little bit more complex where it's yeah. just of, of communication. Yeah, it is something more complex because like you were saying, we both have NLD and I, I always know when I'm interviewing somebody with NLD, it's gonna be longer than if I, if they were neurotypical just because we like to talk and I, I don't, I'm fine with that. So I, I actually, maybe my podcast people know this, but I chop up the interview in like kind of 30 minute segments so that it, isn't too long for them to listen to. Um, and I try to listen to the recording to see where it makes sense to break it. Um, sometimes that's a little tricky depending on the interview, but um, yeah, it, that makes sense. I mean, I remember um, one of the other questions I was gonna ask you was, um, why you like being an ambassador of the MLD project? I really like the reason why I like being an ambassador to it is 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 like I said before. I, I want to inspire. I want to inspire others. Like um, so so I wrote a couple couple blogs. One one was about um, uh, well I think one that kind of encapsulates me, like mm -hmm. my my like art and everything is creating your own opportunities. And so I like this so I can have that platform to say, hey, I know that it's rough. I know that a lot of people might not get you. A lot of people might, might um, 
roll of their eyes. You might lose have um, friends that you you lose, mm-hmm. and you don't know why you don't know why you lose these friends, and you you want to to tell your story, and you, and the 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 thing I can do as a as an ambassador is at least say, hey, I get you. You can do it. And um, you can, you can, you can make something, you can, you can do something great. And, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy because, you know, uh, not to completely compare the situation with Kanye, but (laughs) Kanye West, but I remember when he released uh, several albums back, he released this one album um, where he was finally diagnosed with bipolar. Now this Mm is bipolar, but he said, I consider this a superpower. Now, I don't consider Envil D a superpower, but I think it's mm-hmm. it's a way that we view the world completely differently. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like, um, it's you know it's it's different. It's it's like, um, you know it's 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 not quite a superpower, but at the same time, it's not a complete total deficiency. Right. It's, it's more in between the two, where like you. You may be talented in some areas like auditory and verbal, but then you might be um, at a deficiency at other in other areas like math or writing or science. Or, or just simply understanding people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, do you remember like one of one of your best or hardest blogs that you wrote for? The yeah, project? one of my hardest ones was actually... Um, <clears throat> I think I think and and this is something that that hit me like a devastating tsunami and it was one of the last um most recent um blogs I wrote and it was um it was about 2 years ago well yeah 2020 mm-hmm. um, NVLD and and trauma when mm-hmm. I lost I lost I lost my father. Hmm. Right I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. And and um, yeah, I lost I lost my dad. He was he was young, and it was around the same time as as all the COVID lockdown stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was you don't realize how much of a disability learning disability you have. That's when I felt it, mm. and why I felt it is because. Um, I wanted people to come in and, and talk with me, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really, do you ever get to a point where sometimes you, you're just like, I don't know, it's, 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 it's hard to explain, but you want people to come talk to you, but you're not going to go out and talk to them. Yes. I know what you mean. Yeah. I've, I've been through some traumatic things in my life too, uh, where, um, either I lost somebody in my family or um went through some family drama and um it it can be hard when you're in that um period of trying to um either grieve or just um let go of whatever you're feeling um that it can be hard to talk to somebody else about it and trying to um be with your feelings at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
it was around that time of like I, I had a couple friends that I that I talked to right before the pandemic. That was right when the pandemic hit, right at, at the um, right at a at, at a, a point. Mm-hmm. And so I had a couple of friends I would hang out with here and there. But at that point, I think um, I was I was in the house, stuck in the house. And then that's right, right around the time that my, uh, yeah, my dad passed right at the peak of it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, wow, I feel so completely just like stripped mm-hmm. of and, and it wasn't just just my dad. It was just like, that's the point when I was just like, felt so incredibly alone and and i was like and and i felt i felt very much every inch of my nvld or nld i felt every bit of it and and that's what the my most recent um blog post was about no i think i wrote one after that but that was that was the big one where i'm just like i felt it where it's it's just and I think it still lingers a little bit more like residually where I'm just like, it's like this, this thing where I'm not, I think it come, uh, is a connection of more aware of my NLD and, and n- not reaching out. So I feel more closed off in, in a weird way and, but not wanting to be closed off. And it was, it was just, very much aware of my my diagnosis very mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. that makes and sense yeah, yeah yeah i mean i think i'm more aware of it now because this is different from what you were experiencing with your father but i'm stepping back into the dating world and because i took a break during covid um and um i'm trying to figure out how to say things about NLD to who I'm dating without saying NLD. <laughs> like what I mean is like, I, I can say I'm clumsy or I have bad time with sarcasm or social cues, but I don't have to say why yet. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it, it's tricky because it's like, yeah, eventually I might want to tell that, that a guy about NLD that I'm dating, but um, not in the beginning because you don't you don't know how they're going to respond to it, and it's kind of personal, and you don't you just you don't know if they're the right person to support you with it yet. Dude, that's that's something I wrote about as well on one of my blogs. Um, mm-hmm dating and having nld and um the problem was is okay um well i guess i got a question for you then uh are you a driver yes i i myself am not and Mm -hmm. that's that comes from my nld and Mm -hmm. um i remember so many times my my dad would try he tried driving with me so so often he would um one time we were driving mm-hmm. and he had to jump over the center console put his foot on the brake turn the steering wheel and when he did that um i was like why why did you do that and he said you ran through the red light and you almost drove into a semi truck 
And I, I didn't even notice any of that. Oh my. And so then later on, I end up dating somebody mm-hmm. and um, she was well, like, I've got my driver's license, but my driving instructor said, never let him on the road. Mm. Never, never let him on the road. And my dad was incredibly supportive of this. Like um, so much, in fact, that he moved, we moved from Colorado to Florida. So um, he, could, he could drive me. He had a remote job and he drove me and my mom. My mom just was neurotic and just wouldn't drive. And me, I thought I could drive. Mm-hmm. And the passengers <laughs> knew otherwise. And so um, one of my ex-girlfriends was tired of the fact that I could, that I didn't drive. And mm-hmm. she was just like, I'm going to teach you how to drive. Uh, that's, that's, this is the trend of a lot of the people that I dated. They're like, um, either they, they think they can fix the issue or they try to diminish the issue, you know? Yep. And so she, and I said, I can't drive. I said, bluntly, I said, I can't drive. I've been told I can't drive. I, I can't. And she said, no, you can't. You can. And so we get into, I don't know if you've ever been to Winter Park, Florida, but no. the, ro- the roads are incredibly small. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're paved in um, brick. Mm-hmm. And it's a, pretty much a one-way road. Um, they're like these fancy little one-way roads. And she's, she was trying to get me to driving this road and so we're we're driving and it felt like it's completely slow motion as mm-hmm. i'm driving right into a light pole and oh. bent up front axle and she gets out screaming at me later on her uh, her dad comes and he's like what was wrong with you what and of course and i said i can't drive mm-hmm. later on i um <clears throat> i Later on, uh, another another girlfriend said that she wanted to teach me how to drive as well. We go to a parking lot. We're driving around. Um, she's having me drive around a parking lot. She then has me get out, and she lights up a cigarette. She starts smoking the cigarette um, immediately, and she's shaking, and she's like, never again. I have no idea what I did. I have no no clue. To me, I thought I was all right with, with the driving thing. Nope. Nope. And so my dad understood that. And she even said, I don't think I can go any place in my life with you because of the driving. So a lot of times, um, not only was it my neurosis um, of not understanding the sarcasm, it was this, this big elephant in the room mm-hmm. and where um, I lived very far in, in Orlando with my parents and for anyone to um, come come uh, see me, they'd have to go really far. So there'd be dates and there'd be like, it'd pretty much be one and done kind of thing. It'd be that. And so I wrote a, wrote a story about that now. Um, um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's hard. It's, it's very hard in the, the, with NLD and you, you know, too, it's like, it's it's just sometimes you don't understand the the commun- there's a communication breakdown it's like there's yeah. that communication <laughs> well i can relate with the driving because yes i do drive but i've had challenges with learning how to drive um so i can empathize with you in terms of that because um 
I have been in a couple car accidents. Uh, nobody got hurt, luckily. And um, I think the scariest one was, of course, the first one for me because I ran into a parked car and I was knocked out for a little bit and wow. my glasses came flying off my face. Uh, and um, I totaled the car that I was driving. So oh. it, was, it was pretty bad. Um, I was fine. I was shaken and afraid, and, but physically fine. Um, and I remember when I woke up from being knocked out, I was like, where are my glasses? Because I, I, I can't, I'm not blind, but I feel blind without them. Um, so they, and they were right underneath my, um, either the gas or the brake pedal, I don't remember which one now, but they didn't break or crack at all, which mm. was a blessing for me because I was like, I need to be able to see. Um, and I think I broke the front axle also. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't move the car. So I had to call 911. I had to call my dad. My, they were a little mad at me because of what happened. Um, but they were, they were glad that I was okay. Because, you know, sometimes when you get in a car accident, the driver can die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not make it. So, um, I'm glad that that didn't happen, but like, like I said, I can empathize with you. I, I took after my next car accident, which was just with a moving car. And it was probably the other driver's fault because he might've been speeding and I didn't see him coming. Um, oh my gosh. So I ran into this passenger side of this car um, and he kept moving after I ran into him. I stopped. I put my foot on the brake. Um, so, like, his car got more damage than mine. Um, but I stopped for, like, probably six months after that. I didn't drive anymore because I lost my confidence with driving. Yeah, that's and understandable. When I, start, when I started up again... I felt like I was relearning the whole damn thing. <laughs> it's interesting because I'm I'm kind of the opposite. Like I feel like I've got the confidence to drive. Uh-huh. I've it's it's almost like a delusion to a degree. Like I I feel like I'm I'm a decent driver, but everyone who's ever ridden with me, they're like, mm -mm. no, nope. <laughs> nope. and and I don't know why because I think. I think I'm fine. I think mm -hmm. I'm perfectly fine, but it's, it's, um, it's you're very probably not aware of what the, what you're doing, maybe because what exactly? of visual spatial. Yep. It's, yeah. it's, and that's what I've heard as part of NLD is the spatial distance relationship issue. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, you know, that's the other thing. A lot of people, that's what happens so many times when I'm like on these dates. They're like, so why exactly do you not drive? And I try to say, well, it's a spatial distance relationship issue. And like, there's, <laughs> they're supportive to a degree mm -hmm. sometimes. They were. And then all of a sudden they, they're like, you know, it wears on them. It wears on them. Um, 
and that's that's why like for the longest time my my dad used to um um jokingly um have you he he used to always think that he would have to be my caregiver Mm. he always thought that because he knew there was something up he thought um fortunately like i've i've kind of proven that i didn't have to do that and i moved out um and all that stuff and and but yeah he always he i would always hear him talking to his coworkers, like nice. saying oh well i have to do this for my son i have to be there for him i have to drive him like i think that that's how he imagined mm-hmm. that he would have to do that and fortunately and that's why i i want to be an um an ld an ambassador that's why i am one just to tell people like yes the world might say no but there are a lot of you know you, you like like when i um graduated film school um i submitted so many scripts so many scripts and of course it's like um people like my scripts but i got no's left and right i got um it was just um unpaid work left and right and and so eventually that's when i started just making event nights i made um event nights to showcase my my art and then local local artists because i i knew how it felt to be an artist who was struggling so i was like you know what i'm i'm going to create my own opportunity if i'm not going to get one and so as time progressed i'm i'm like I, I decided to um, release my own stuff on my own entertainment label. I, you know, as, as time progresses and, and I think like you've made your own podcast, like you create your own opportunities instead of just people. I think right. you learn to adapt to that, to that degree. So that's the yeah. advantage. I, I would agree with you on that where, you know, podcasts can be a, entertainment for people too um and um you know being able to create your own opportunity that is definitely a good skill to have but sometimes it's not easy <laughs> to do that it's not easy and and the and and the other thing to keep in mind with that that's that it, it's it's incredibly it, it can be incredibly discouraging because it's like while you're creating your own opportunity and you're you're working on like making things while everyone else says no you're sitting there building up this 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 thing mm-hmm. and at, at first it it takes a lot of persistence to yeah. make the thing and meanwhile you've got a lot of people that don't get your vision and then finally after after i've been i've been at this stuff for over 20 plus years afterwards people are now finally going oh i get it you're you've been working so hard but at 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 the time when i first started working on this stuff people were like like i i I don't i don't get it and like i remember one of the times i was working on this um this event night Mm -hmm. i was doing event nights that was the main thing i was doing now people see that i do event nights i do music i do movies but i remember this one guy who was in this what's funny is i do like uh, event nights for uh nerdcore music in orlando and one mm-hmm. of the guys that was big in the scene in orlando he he said to somebody he's like what does this mike media guy do anyway like what does he do what exactly does he do and i'm like that that just 
that was such that stung so bad. And then what's fun? Here's 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 a, a quick little story with my NLD and and that when I first started that event, um, I like built up this character of Mike Media even more with with my Ray Bands and everything. I just owned the the geek persona. I had a bow bow tie and everything. <laughs> People thought that it was who I was, though. Mm. And this one guy who um, there was this one specific DJ that somebody didn't like, <clears throat> and they kept an, one of the guys who was kind of helping me out. I guess was was telling me all the things he didn't like about him, mm. so I, he could get me to push him out. I guess because I guess they had a beef. It was something r- really yeah. weird. Well, as time progressed, he. He, I was like his pawn and I found out that he said he said um I had this um this 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 big group they were they sat there and they said oh well I'm easily manipulated and I just I just threw I I felt so hurt I felt so hurt because I thought that these guys were my friends and everything and that's the thing it's like um I think that's when I got a little bit like um more closed off more aware as well um i think i think that was that might have been even prior to my diagnosis and then when i got my diagnosis it it was like you justified it even more so but it's funny um because they thought well he's just easily manipulated so instead of me building these relationships with all these people um, at the time, well, I did over time, but they thought that this character was actually me. And, and so the thing that really, really stung was, was, was that these, these people thought that they could use me for their, their own thing because they thought, well, he's, he's this goofy kind of guy who's kind of weird. Well, what long story short, I, I ended up, um, um, telling him off and telling the other guy off and then they I stood my own ground and they didn't expect that and Mm. but that's the thing it's it's I think have you noticed that from from they think that they can assume a certain thing about you based upon your diagnosis have you have they noticed that have you ever noticed that um like have you been bullied a little bit have you been had had a a maybe a harder time than than you might have deserved i think i yeah i have probably had a harder time than i deserved um probably not as hard as somebody can with nld but um i feel like i have a harder yeah i've had more of a difficulty in some areas like um trying to budget my own money or manage my own money and being able to not um spend so much um now that's that's something that's taken me a long time a long time but i think that that money came i think i think it turned into an over obsession mm-hmm. it came into an over obsession from my dad and so i learned how to um it, but for the longest time i used to be terrible with money terrible I used to just like my dad used to have to bail me out all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, 
do you know, I know this is a different topic, but do you know if you were born with NLD or if it was caused by something else? Sometimes they say that diagnosed. From as far as I know, I, I, I've always been quirky. <laughs> I've always been quirky. Uh-huh. I just thought the weird kid who, who moved around a lot. I thought that that was it. Um, I thought that I thought it was just, I was just a weird kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now there is, I did have a complicated birth apparently where mm-hmm. they had to, they had to use uh, forceps um, and they, they dang near almost pulled my head off. Um, and it was, it was a very complicated, Oops. yeah. It, and, and when that didn't work, I ended up, it was, it was a normal birth turned into a C-section, emergency C-section. And then I was born dead for a couple of seconds. And um, yeah, and so it was, a, a, I don't, my mom wondered later on if that caused some uh, lack of oxygen to the brain Mm-hmm. It might something, but I don't know. I, I I'm under the belief that it's like my dad always said. It's it's the way it's the the you deal with the cards you were dealt. Mm-hmm. So it's who you are. I, I mm-hmm. that's yep. Yeah, I I was born with it too. Even though I became aware of it at a later time in my life. Yeah. Um. I think I kind of know the answer to this question, but do you, are you okay with having NLD? I well, mean, <laughs> I don't really voice in the matter, but I, I, I like it. I like it. Um, I think I enjoy it to the degree because it, um, well, I'll say this. It's a, it's a good justification. Mm-hmm. Good justification because I, it was weird because I, after, after the last, um, last half, I was like, well, it was interesting talking to her because it feels like I'm justified in all my my quirks that I'm not I'm not entirely I guess you could say I'm not super unique, but mm-hmm. I guess unique. It's just I'm not a complete total ab, um, uh, abomination. You know, it's, it's I'm not I'm not oh, a complete yeah. <laughs> so so there's there's others out there. And, and right. it helps me understand me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it, it helps to filter the information to such a degree that I think I, use, I can use it in creative ways. So I guess for that, it makes me special. <laughs> yeah, I, I can relate with that. It, it makes me special too. And um, I know in the beginning, I don't feel this much as I used to, but I used to think it was a burden on my family that I have NLD um, because it was something extra that they had to cope or deal with in some way, um, which was never true for them. They they didn't see it that way. I think I saw it that way. Um, and um, I don't see it that way anymore because I realized that they, they want to help me with, um, they want to support me and they want to be able to help me have an easier life than, um, than you sometimes do when you have an LD. Yeah. Which is, which uh, is, under, that, which, which I think that's, 
with all the yelling and everything, that's what I think my dad was trying to do. He was, he mm. had the best mind, you know, it's, it's, but um, I, I think, I think I got to wrap it up soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, then the last question would be, um, or last couple, oh yeah, last question. Um, do you have a proud accomplishment that you have in your life? I think, I think, my my proud accomplishment is pretty much my um well i i've i opened up a little store inside of a store so i think i i think my if all goes according to plan i think also i'm going to be in the newspaper again for a retrospective on all my little event nights mm-hmm. but i think the last 20 years or so of of all my hard work that while everybody else was going out partying, I spent so much time working on scripts, comic books, movies. I got a handful of fans, a handful of people that like my stuff. Not, you know, it's 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 a, a moderate, humble um, collective, and and it's a moderate, humble success, and and I I I can appreciate that, and and mm-hmm. it's and and. It, it's all the things I wanted when I was younger, mm-hmm. all the things I aspired towards. And, and if I didn't have NLD, I would probably just sit there continuing to aspire and not do it. And I think, I think that's, that's what I think I'm proud of that big chunk of work that I, all the opportunities that I created for myself, all the things that I didn't want to just sit around just the movie that I had in the movie theater, um, all the, um, the connections I made, the, um, uh, I guess, I guess that all, all my hard work, the, the stuff that people that actually wanted to hear my story. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Um, well, I, I guess, is there anything else you want to say before we end it here? been a wonderful experience and i and and thank you so much i i i i've loved this interview it's been so eye-opening and i love your questions and the way you've you've conducted this interview i had a great time thank you i had a good time too being able to get to know more about you and uh your life with mld and with the uh, NVLD project and your filmmaking as well. Well, thank you very much. All right. All right, well, thank you. As I wrap up, there are some things I would like to share with you. I do have a website for this podcast. It is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook and Instagram page for this podcast. It is called Living with NLD. I will include the links for those in the description. In conclusion, I would like to hear from my audience. If you know individuals with NLD that I could interview for this podcast, please email me at livingwithnld at gmail.com. What are you interested in learning about NLD? I know I'm not an expert, but I do know I have the living experience of having it. I would like you to practice journaling about your gifts and differences. Also see if there is a way that you can make that difference become easier for you to do than it originally was. Thank you for listening today and please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. Thank you. Bye.